Falzer and I, uh, I'm so embarrassed about those water breathing potions. I, I really don't know what went wrong. I'll have to review my notes on what happened last time on the Incursible Party. No, it looks like Erica's, Erica's arm. arm. <laughs> Are you saying that the little old lady Erica was the one that was causing the infinite storm? That's... I, I have to apologize, Shikara, that you're a little bit out of the loop. I, I... And you all had something to do with her demise? Yes, there's a lot to tell you. Um, yeah, we... How much did you drink last night? I thought I told you about all this. I may have had a few too many. Ah, yes, of course, of course. I've recognized these two, yes. I found them on the beach. They were coming out of the storm before it got really bad last night. Ah, so Vanda, you needed those portions of water breathing. You, uh, you quite clearly get the sense that he has no idea what the body of whatever this arm was attached to looks like. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's what I was hoping. And I'll tell them how to get to where it is. Yeah. Follow the river, right? Yes, this is where we would go. Yes. Oh, uh, uh I, I think I found it. I, I, I must have used baking soda instead of baking powder. Well, now we can continue the adventure. Drifting down this river in the thuft, a.k.a. the shaft, depending on what, <laughs> whose point of view you're talking about. You guys, so there, I mean, there's five of you crammed in this one little rowboat. I guess we always got the halfling, so it's not as bad as it would be, but that's a pretty tight quarter. So who's rowing this sucker? I'll row. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke, but, like, she was always turning the crank or the muscle, man. When she felt like it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Shikara's uh, got up, it. That's I'm up right. in the front. Uh, I'll, I'll help her. Is there, is there one set or two sets? What did we say? We, I think we said there was one set of oars. Right? Okay. Shikara it is. She does CrossFit. It's okay. We're going with the flow of the river also, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, rowing, of course, would, you know, you'd be able to make uh, a, a bit of a faster pace, but really it doesn't take much effort. It's more or less just making sure you're not bumping against the sides of the, the river, right? Mm-hmm. Taking this boat through the canals of, of the main city of, of Pisces, and you kind of get outside of the, the city limits and floating under this large stone bridge that connects uh, either side of one of the main roads that lead into the city of Pisces. And you can see as you kind of come out the other side of, of the under part of this bridge, you see the the hills directly in front of you. Could everyone make me a perception check? With advantage? Shakara, you sh- make yours a disadvantage because you're rowing. Eight. Twenty-three. I got a twenty. Critical fail for Falzern. Gosh, <laughs> he's just looking around at all the the scenery, and you're working yeah. on your spellbook. He's leaning over the edge of the rowboat and dragging his head through the water, blowing bubbles. <laughs> 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 well, Shaft and and Bryn, you notice off, off to the to the, basically your left, which be would be kind of the the southern southeastern part of the bank of this river. 
you can see not doing a great job of, of hiding in some of this underbrush. Uh, you see a, a figure clad in a black robe. Crap. Look like a, a cultist type of... It does appear to be similarly garbed as some of the, the few cultists that you guys have encountered, yes. I'll say to uh, Shakira, Hey, is that guy over there in the in the black robe? Is, is that what those guys look like that you saw go under the water? Where? Where do you see him? Over there, right there. You see it? I'll point. Yes, that is exactly how they looked. You want me to kill him? I see him. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> so Shaft is just you kind of call attention to, to this cultist. It's clear that you have seen him. He immediately turns tail and starts starts to run away from the river. If you want me to get him, tell me now. No. He was on the land, right? By the river and he took off running, uh That's it. I got an arrow in my bow. Say something, say something, say something. I like knock Put an arrow. Put your bow I'm down. There is no reason to kill him. I leave the arrow not knocked, Shaft. Alright, I mean... I'm gonna take my oar and knock her bow down. Any Anybody can buy a black robe. It doesn't necessarily mean they're the guys that we're looking for. I come up to grab a breath of air. <laughs> and look around. What's going on, guys? What What are you doing, uh, what are you doing with your bow there, Bryn? There was a man. How far over away there. is he, Leland? He he was about forty feet off of the shore. Now he's he's quickly approaching about a hundred feet away. Is he's 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 running about. It looks like he's running as fast as he, he can. Is that disadvantage with my longbow? A hundred. I knock her bow down. I'm gonna. You knock already it did. Out. Yes, I knocked it down with the with the oar. <sighs> Shikara. If you want to go after him, let's uh, let's pull the boat over and just just chase him. Why? Why would we chase this man? Find out if he knows anything about where we're going. If he's if he's one of those guys that you saw, maybe he could enlighten us before we go yeah, swimming. It does look suspicious for him to just take off and start running. I mean, had Bryn already shot an arrow in his direction? Did we scare this guy off? No, Shakara knocked my bow out of my hands. Oh, a little. Good good thinking, Shakara. Punk. I jump in the water. And I swim over towards the shore. Oh crap! Is Shigara gonna like? Move I'll the steer boat? steer the you boat gonna, to the if shore. If you steer the boat, I'll okay. Yeah, we, we better follow. We better follow Shaft. I mean, kind of committed to this now. Where are we on the river? Currently? I'm assuming the boat moves to the riverfront edge faster than Shaft swimming. <laughs> I can go 25 feet. I've got a lot of experience swimming. This river is is not very uh, wide. This the river is only about 20 feet wide, so. It doesn't take very long for a shaft to get to shore. And Emily, to answer your question, you are basically approaching where you would enter the, the river tunnel in the hillside. Where I came out or previously. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to hightail it as fast as I can in the direction. Are you all chasing? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll Someone watch well. the boat I mean, and I start running. I will pull the boat up to shore, make sure it is secure, and then I guess I take after them. Brendel, you stay with the boat. Brendel, oh, Brendel. Stays with the boat? Okay. Uh, 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 of course, uh, of course. Just uh, be careful, all, all of you. Uh, could you all make me another perception check? Four. 
I don't think Gozer's dice like Shakara very much. 18 for Falzern. Three. I don't see crap. Falzern and Bryn are very easily, you can pick up this person's tracks and confirm the direction in which at least Bryn saw him take off, which he is moving southwardly. Guys, the, the tracks lead this way. Follow us. Are we able to gain on him in any way or no? I would probably, actually, Brenna, you would be able to, just with your cunning action, basically. Right, because I can r- twice the movement. Can I cast Fine Steed while running? It takes you ten minutes to cast it. Yeah. Right? Ouch. Yeah. I could drink a potion real quick. If it's... <laughs> and then stop and puke. If, it, if Fine Steed is strictly a ritual... Because it consumes it, a slot, right? It's not you casting yeah. it like it's a ritual. It just takes ten minutes for you to do it. Correct. Okay, I, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll say that you'll you, you can absolutely. Should the should okay? I will say though. Should you choose to try and something interrupts you guys before that ten minutes is up, you will still lose that spell slot. So how how long would it take to run from here to the lake? Oh. Hours. Almost a full day. To, well, to run, excluding exhaustion rules, it would take you about four hours if you were guys were like sprinting, like dashing the whole way. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try and cast Fine Steed then while we're running. And I'm gonna keep using cunning action to double my speed and catch up. I'm not going to have any weapons in my hands. Okay, so, uh, so Bren, you you quickly outpacing the party after. Yeah. You know, another few hundred feet, uh, a couple minutes worth of movement here. You you do see him uh, ahead of you, and yeah. the rest of the party. You can you can't make out this clad this rope clad figure, but you do still see Bryn. So this distance is maybe a, a couple hundred feet. Uh, uh, you know, between these three basically different groups, right? I'm basically like before I'm getting really close to him, like yelling out, "Hey, we just want to talk. We just want to talk to you." My hands up, but I'm sprinting. Okay. Sprinting with your hands up. With my hands in the air, like a little... At an impressive speed. Like you just yeah. don't care. Like I just don't care, yeah. You are, you are able to, to catch up to him. He doesn't respond to you, to you saying that you just want to talk. He just, he kind of gives a, a, a quick glance over his shoulder. Still running? Still running, and you do see okay. that he is a human. You are close enough to make out his facial features. Okay. He just continues running as, as fast as he can. It's very clear now the amount of ground you guys have covered is he's heading directly for another small cluster of hills uh, south of where you guys left the boat. If I I chose to get my bow out and shoot at him, could I choose where I want to hit him? Like I want to injure him, not kill him, like his calf or leg or something? Why don't you just catch up to him and grab him? Well, because then I'm even further away from you guys. I'm getting further and further from my help if he were to turn and be, like, some super powerful being. Or if he's a good guy that you decide to shoot. Well, I'm just injuring him. Okay, why don't you, if you want to take a shot at him, I'll say if you roll... If your attack roll is higher than than a 20, it's basically like I'm setting a DC. I'll set you, a, like, right. a, this this falter DC. So make a, go ahead and, if you want to shoot an arrow, you can roll an attack. Okay. So that's a not natural 20. Okay, you made the DC. So yeah, you, you're able to launch his arrow. Where do you want to hit him? You want to like hit him in the leg? 
Yeah, like the calf or something, the back of his Sure, leg. okay. Yeah. And you do, just kind of your, your precision shooting. And you stick And then I it. keep running at him. Yeah, and it, it, it enters his leg, and it's like momentarily like kind of, he stumbles and falls to the ground from, from the impact. He seems to recover fairly quickly, though, as he's struggling to wrench this arrow out of his calf. You're, you're able to close the, the distance on him. All right, I want to uh, try to catch up to him. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Alebender Sr. looks up from the ground at Bryn. Yeah, free drinks for life, baby. No, so I want to I wanna try to, uh, like, is it grapple him? Like, what do I want to do? How do I, like, contain, like, will he stay put and just let me talk to him? Like tell, like, tell me what I see. You get up to him as he yeah. finally digs his arrow out of his, his leg, and he's struggling to get to his feet, you know, just blood kind of pouring out of his, his wound. He just he kind of looks at you with this, like, this snarly grimace. Uh, still is yet to, to really say anything to you as he starts to try to, to continue to, like, limp away from you now. But he's not very fast. It's, like, <laughs> it's a pretty severe limp. I, I say, excuse me, hello, do you speak English? Wait, what are we, common? <laughs> Does he say anything? As I just, like, follow along next to him. <laughs> yeah. Walking, like, my bow's put away, like, my hands are up, and I'm, like, just looking at him, like, are you dumb? Sure, and as you, you get closer to him, he draws this dagger from, from his sleeve and is just kind of, like, taking these, like, feeble swipes at you, just trying to keep you away from him and keep you at bay. Okay, and Bryn's obviously dodging those because she's awesome. I just have some questions for you. I'm not trying to hurt you, sort of. <laughs> you are insignificant. Krelakina will devour you. We'll devour you all. He's just continuing swiping, and the rest of the party, you quickly, in your own dashes, kind of catch up and see this scene, this this bleeding, bleeding human, and... Has it been 10 minutes? Yeah, I could say, uh, that's okay, fine, it's 10 minutes. Your, your stupid horse is here. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Uh, so I look at this man, and I'm like, who'd you say, Crunch, Crunch, Clean, Cleaner? Cleet, what? You will know the name Kralakina before you die. Kralakina, ooh, is that the Black Uzi monster? And he just he lunges at you with his with his with this dagger. Oh, just feeble though. Just your the injury you gave him is seems to be really debilitating as he lunges forward but staggers and, and falls to his to one knee from the from the weight he put on his injured leg. And the rest of you have all now caught up. What is going on here, Bryn? He wasn't. Why gonna, is this guy bleeding from his leg? He wasn't gonna talk. He wasn't stopping. So I you, had to slow him down. I so did you it. tried to use your hands to slow him down and then talk to him and then shot him My after that. Hands. I assume. No, 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 no. I shot him from a hundred feet, man. You know me. You so know I how I do. Shake my head and Bryn, you can't just shoot people to get them to stop. There are better that? ways we could have gone with this. I did what I had to do, you ungrateful friend. No, you don't I'm need doing to just this shoot everyone you. to get them to talk to you, Bryn. I'm going to walk up to the guy with my hands up. I I can help you. Let me help you. What's he do? He's still quite defensive. He's on his knee, and he has his dagger kind of held out towards you. 
Okay, so I'm going to get down on my knees and slowly reach out one hand towards his leg. Okay, he's he's not making any sudden movements as he, you know, you're you're moving quite slowly. His dagger hand kind of dips a little bit. I'm going to touch his leg. And if I give him one hit point, would that make the bleeding stop or will it need more than that? Uh sure, one one will one will close the wound. I'll do that then. Okay. And I'll do lay on hands and I'll give him one hit point. And the bleeding stops and as you pull your hand back, he grabs you and attempts to grapple you, Shakara. Can I counter grapple? Make a opposing strength check. Can be athletics if you're trained. I got a nat 20. Okay, well, he grabs you by the wrist and makes as if he wants to kind of put you in this chokehold and he raises his dagger up to your throat, but you very easily kind of like twist his grasp on your on your, your wrist and, and grab his own. I don't know what, if you want to grab him or if you want to like push him back. No, I want to grab him. I want to I want to put him in the chokehold, but not tight enough to actually choke him, but just so he knows I have him. Okay. Oh, Calm you said down. I'm not allowed to shoot him because there's better ways. Mm-hmm. Calm down. I will not hurt you. But I will hurt you. Now let me go. I'm gonna make make him drop the dagger. What? Did you want to ask this man? I say, looking at the rest of them. Still with my hold on him. I'll walk over to him. What's your name, pal? I have none. It does not matter in service of Kralakina. Kralakina, you say? Who is Kralakina? He will devour this world. Wow. Okay, but where did he come from? And why do you follow him? To not... Follow Kralakina is madness. You either die in service of a greater being, or you die like a dog. Like all of you will. Well, I'm not saying I might I might want to join up with you. What kind of things do I need to do to be a follower of Kralakina? You, <laughs> Kralakina will not accept the likes of you. Why not? You are not worthy. Ah, I would be a great follower. I mean, I'll do whatever well, sacrifices you might... Require. And as you say sacrifices, his head kind of tilts a little bit. Mine too. You would make a wonderful sacrifice. Mm. And he just, you know, uselessly struggles against Shakara's grasp and like trying to like grab you. Which Shakara easily keeps him under control. I give Shakara a little look like to let her know what I'm doing here when I say sacrifice. Wink. Like a, yeah, like a (laughs) wink. Can I, um,. Can I walk up to Shaft and, with my back turned to this cultist, so he can't read my lips or anything, hand him the intimidation brooch and say, find out where Kralakina is? I mean, I'll take it. I'll hold it <laughs> yeah, in my hand. Yeah, use it. And, uh, I'll say, okay. uh, so, does Kralakina have anything to do with this black liquid? So... Are you are you trying to use this risk? Just because the brooch, I believe, gives you a plus two to intimidation checks. I'm not I'm not trying to intimidate him yet. I'm just asking him. Okay, that is that is a wonderful byproduct of Kralakina. Ah, well, you should take me to Kralakina, and I offer myself as a sacrifice. He will take all of you as such. Wow, you'll you'll really go up the ranks, bringing a whole bunch of us in. 
What do you say, guys? That sounds like a plan to me. I'd like to meet this Kralakina. I'm not sure what you all have in mind, but I'm willing to go along for now. I hand her back the necklace. Oh, the Ow, brooch. We don't need it yet. The brooch. Yeah. Okay, and I, I look at you kind of like, good move, good move, because I, I like where you're going with this. Uh, so what about your best friend there, Falzerin? Yeah, I don't know your name, buddy, but there's a fifth one of us that, that can come along as well, so the more the merrier, right? Well, he can just watch the boat. Where where are we going to this Kralakina? Which Or, direction? I mean, really, we could sacrifice him, you know. Yeah. Just just saying. <laughs> there will be no sacrificing Brendel. Unhand me. Unhand me now. Can someone... Let him go. Grab the rope? Why are we letting him go now? He's going to take us to, to be sacrificed. I mean... Make sure look, you that, take his this... weapons. Surrender your weapons. You are now my prisoner. Now unhand me. Uh, look, look, we're willing sacrifices. We're not, you know, we're willing to give you credit for finding us and convincing us, but I'm not, and, uh, I'm not submitting to you tying us up. And there's no way you're going to be able to carry all our weapons. We'll just hang on to them. No, unhand me now. Submit to my demands or kill me. Shall I let him go? No. I don't think this is going to work, guys. Well, so, before we let you go, and to give a, give you our weapons, I have a couple more questions, just to be on the safe. So, when you take us to get sacrificed, where, where are we going? I mean, is it a long way from here? Kralakina's presence is known throughout Aspara. Yeah, but where we get sacrificed, I mean. I said unhand me. I will have nothing of your questions. Ah. Tell us... Where the sacrifices happening, happen, <laughs> and I'm trying, I'm trying to intimidate. Okay, roll, roll an intimidation check. That's nine. Great job, Bryn. <laughs> I said, unhand me or kill me. I can do that. No, we don't need to kill this man. Could we kill him, take off his robes, and bring him as a sacrifice? Maybe they won't recognize him. We still do not need to kill him. You do have a good idea there. Let's take his robe. We yeah. can do that. We can tie him up. We're followers now, and we can sacrifice him. Sakara looks up to the sky and just sighs. It's really a good deed. We're trying to fix the black goo. Falzerin, can you help me tie him up? Sure, sure, yeah. I I see what you're saying, Shakara. This guy doesn't necessarily need to die. Let's Let's tie him up. Take his robe and... Tie him on your horse. Either leave him or take him with us. I don't really care. But um, we don't need to kill him and we can't let him go running off telling a bunch of his buddies where he, they can find us. Exactly. You healed his leg. If you tie him up, at least let us take the robes. You can have his robes. Uh, how big is he? Who would the robe fit, Leland? It would probably fit Falzerin. I swear you're gonna say Brendel. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! So we um, can we tie him up and then disrobe him. <laughs> disrobe him. In what order are you going to do that? Because he's struggling against you the whole way through. Tie yeah. his legs tie his feet first. Together. Let's tie his let's tie his ankles together. That'll give us a bit of an advantage over him. So I'm I'm gonna try and wrangle his 
his legs that I'm sure he's kicking around and wrap a rope around him as best I can. Okay. Is this rope like a have to pull on over your head or is it split down the front like a bathrobe? It was, it's a uh, good question. It's a pull over the head. Okay, so I'm going to kind of uh, maneuver. So I'm still, I hold on to him the entire time, but like a, a squirming toddler, take the robes off of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, once he is roped up, can I ask a question about these fanged arrows I have? If I were to prick him with a fanged arrow and it fills up with blood... Can I, like, keep that indefinitely in my pack as health that I regain, or does it happen, like, when I shoot the arrow? The effect of the 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 life essence that the arrow holds only lasts for 24 hours. Could do me some good. Who else had fanged arrows? Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, can I do it in a way that no one else will see? Maybe once they start walking away or something? I'll lead him by the rope or whatever and prick him with an arrow or two. Well, the amount of healing ability that is imbued in the arrow depends on the amount of damage that's done with it. Oh, so just like sliding it onto his arm is not a lot of damage. You can restore yourself one drop of blood damage. If 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 you you want to try to stab him with it, you can you can basically roll like as if it's a dagger. So a dagger only does one d four damage. So is Shakara still holding him? Um, I think we have, once we have him tied up, I'm going to sling him over top of Buttercup. Okay, I'm going to walk over to him if he's slung over the horse, and I want to whisper something in his ear, but I need everybody else to get off mic. Just for a second. I'm going to go over to him, I'm going to sort of grab him by the back of the neck, I'm going to say, Danzig has sent me to bring these people for sacrifice. You must take me there. And he, you... You catch him off guard. These are just words. What proof have you? Do you want to fight me? Or do you want to believe what I say? Danzig's wrath will fall upon you. I have no further questions. Either take us or suffer his wrath. And do you wait for his response or do you just kind of step away? Yep. I, I, I step back a second and try to be a little nonchalant to everybody else. Okay. And he says nothing? He says nothing currently. Okay, so I turn around and go, So be it. So, what is our plan now? I don't know what we want to do with this guy, but... We go back to the boat. (laughs) Um, Your boat will not protect you. We've got uh, Buttercup now as well. I mean, I guess Buttercup can trot along at the river's edge by us. Will that work, Shakara? What about through the caves? It would be difficult for Buttercup through the caves, I believe. I can ride Buttercup to the lake and meet you there. Yeah, um, I just hope there's not more of more of these guys around that you might run into on your own. What if we run into trouble in the caves? I mean, you can s- summon this horse, right? Yes, but only a few times a day. Let's let's cross that bridge when we come to it. So, are we gonna carry this guy on your horse for a while, or what? I am unsure. What does everyone think? Why don't we carry him as far as we can? And then when Buttercup can, can't go any farther, we'll drop him off. I'm sure it'll take him a little while to untie himself. And that'll give us some time to uh, put some distance between us and him so that he can't go calling a bunch of his buddies. 
Yeah, we can take him to somebody of some authority. And I look at him. Want to go back to places? I didn't think we were that close to the town. We're close to the hills. We're a couple miles outside town. The boat is a couple miles outside town, right, Leland? That's right. Well, our options are leave him here to die, kill him now, or take him with us. I don't see any reason to kill him. No, no, I... He's sort of mad. I was hoping that he might be able to eventually work his way out of his, out of this rope if we just leave him. And we continue on the direction we were going. I think he's got bigger things to worry about than getting out of these ropes. He's not going to be any type of bargaining chip, I don't believe. Kind of no. seems like a lowly servant. No, I think he has very little value to Krilankia. What's What the hell is your name that guy you said? Cra- I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking Crenshaw. the guy on the horse. Krelakina. Yeah, Krelakina. Yeah, I don't think Krelakina is going to have much worth for him anyway. Funky Krelakina. Does not matter what you do with me. No matter where you go, Krelakina and Krelakina's servants will find you. Let's hope. Yeah, we're hoping to find Krelakina, buddy. And we. I'm going to start walking back towards the boat. I'm already sitting there with my hands on. So the what do we do with them? Well... Just take him with us for now. Okay, I will take Buttercup back to the boat, and we can put him in the boat with you? Is that the plan? Is there space for him in the boat? Well, if I then ride Buttercup to the lake, there will be space. Yeah. We can tie a rope to the boat and tie him to the rope, and then we can pull him along behind the boat. No, (laughs) he would probably drown. Ah, okay. Or you could just leave him, and he will eventually be found. That was my thinking. The downside to that is, then he's going to let people know we're coming. When he's a pretty single-minded type of guy, right? Yeah, but I'm hoping it'll take either him a while to get out of the rope himself and then go find his buddies, or a while for his buddies to find him where we leave him tied up. You make a good point, Bill. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Say that line over. You make make a good point, Valzerin. Why don't we just let him go? Leave him here. Let him work his way out. Leave him here. Okay, I'll take him down off Buttercup and lay him on the ground. Make sure the rope's somewhat tight, but not too tight. And say, farewell. I'll see you soon. I'll see all of you soon. Uh, Can I do a perception check to see if anybody is watching us? Absolutely. You all can if you like. Seven. Four. Fifteen. Thirteen. Does not appear to be anyone else in the immediate surroundings. So you guys are kind of now, you've, you've caught up to him like at the, the base of this other set of hills kind of thing. So there's not much foliage around for anybody to really be hiding in, but you don't detect anybody. Okay. Well, let's put some distance between him and us so that when he gets found, they're going to be hard-pressed to catch up with us. Would Buttercup fit in the tunnels? Uh, yeah, but it would reduce your speed pretty significantly. Okay, let's head back to the boat. I'm already... We're on the boat. Well, Are we? No. Okay. I thought we were on... Come on, guys, get in the boat! <laughs> okay. You've, so you've put him down, and you guys have now made your way back to the boat. All right. Shove us off, Brendel. Let's get going. Oh, what, 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 did, you, what did you find? Did, did, you, did you catch him? 
Yeah, this we, this guy's sort of loony, really. Uh, we talked to him a bit, but he's of no real value. He uh, he prays to somebody named Cray Lakina, which I think is who we're going to go see when we get to the end of this river. Hmm, that's interesting. I've... This guy and probably a bunch of other guys like him are serving this Cray Lakina thing, um, and, and that has something to do with this black ooze, is what I've um... gathered. I'm realizing that none of us... He said he's well-known through Aspar, right? None of us... Can we do history checks to know if we've ever heard of this guy? You absolutely can, yeah. We should have probably done that. <laughs> he's not just going to hand it to us, guys. <laughs> At 20 for Falzern. 13. 17 for Bryn. None of you... None of you recognize the name. Falzern and, and Bryn, you, you guys would both recognize that the name... It's certainly not a name in, uh, like, it's not like a, a spoken in the common tongue. It is another language in which this name is being spoken in. Okay. So that's kind of why it's mostly unrecognizable. Do we know any of these languages? Bill knows a few. I mean, Falzern. Oh, no, sorry. You, you as characters don't know this particular language. Oh, okay. But I would say uh, Falzern with your, with your high role... You recognize the name being spoken in Sylvan. Don't you know Sylvan? No, I don't. Oh. Okay. Sylvan is the language that that book that was that book in. was in. Oh, it's Erica. Sylvan is the language in which a lot of the Isabella, the writings book. on the the paperwork you found in that yeah Isabel's very very first cave outside of Zexa. Would Falzern say anything like that to us? I guess Falzern would probably make. That connection, right? Like I recognized oh, yeah, he recognized absolutely. that it was Falzern or it was Falzern. Sylvan. It was Sylvan. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. This Kralakina name sounds like it's maybe a word from Sylvan. And if if you guys Shaft and Bryn remember a lot of the writing in Isabella's first cave there, that was in Sylvan as well. Oh crap. I knew it. Let's not jump to conclusions, just something I've noticed. I've got a ring of jumping. I'm really good at jumping. Isabella was the one that captured you, correct? Yes, that's right. Um, I have decided I am going to dismiss Buttercup and ride in the boat with them, because I'm quite concerned about Bryn's unstableness and Falsey's health. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and all of this conversation can be you know, in the boat as you guys are rowing down and now into this this tunnel. Uh, is there any more conversation you want to have about this revelation while in the boat? Falzerin, do you speak Sylvan? I wish I did, but no. I know very, very, I can, I mean, I know enough to kind of recognize it when I hear it or when I see it written down, but I don't understand any of it. I haven't spent any time learning it. Now that you're one of the leaders of the club, do you have a way to contact uh, Isabella and let her know that your deed is done and find out a little more information since you're, you know, on the level with them? Well, Shaft, um, I'm wondering if, you know, worst case scenario, if Isabella is in cahoots with this Kralakina or is somehow mixed in with this Black Ooze, uh, I doubt she's going to be honest and forthcoming about it. Yeah, but you're you're with the group now, so... Yeah, 
I'm just not sure how much I trust her, to be honest. And and if she, you know, this seems to be a, a sinister thing that's going on with this black ooze, people being sacrificed to it, perhaps. I'm not sure I want Isabella to know that we're on to her. Until we have Did some you ever hear Isabella mention the name Kralakina? No, no. Uh, she's never mentioned anything about the black ooze or this Kralakina, so... I think if she were going to be forthcoming with it, she would have mentioned it by now. And I worry that if she's not been forthcoming with it, it's because she doesn't want it known. If she is involved, um, you know, still going on the assumption that maybe she is involved. And letting her know that we're on to her might kind of trigger her to come after us. That is sound logic, Valserin. Thank you, Shikara. It's, it's very refreshing for to have a party member acknowledge my sound logic that is often behind things that I say. Hey, so, uh, Shaq, I have, I have some more sound logic for you here. If Kralakina ends up being one of these sisters, or Erica even, we have to kill her. I know that's not what you want to do, you don't want to kill people, but I'm telling you right now, she's evil. We've told you all the stories about her. Evil have to be, is different. Yes. Evil okay. must be obliterated. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page if and the sound logic know holds up. It's evil. Once confirmed evil, yes, we must obliterate it. Well, I mean, Kralakina is sacrificing people, likely, and the ooze is full of blood. I mean, hopefully you're on board, is all I'm saying. I am on board with killing Kralakina. Okay. But we do not know who or what that is. Okay. Yeah, I think um, you just need to use a little bit more restraint, Bryn. Like this guy here, we didn't know he was bad when you shot him. So. We knew that he worked for whatever was the bad Did thing. Did we, though? We knew yeah. he was wearing a black robe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you, Shakara. <laughs> oh. Well, well you in guys her defense, funny. she was just trying to slow him down, right? Yeah. I mean, she gave him the option. She just made it a little more... Less of an option. I'm a pro marksman, Shaq. You'll come to find out. Anyway. Row, row, row your boat gently down the street. I am not sure I like this nickname you have given me. Yeah, Shaq, it's a good one. Or would you rather be Kara? I think I prefer Kara if you must not use my full name. Yeah, I like having nicknames. This is Falsy. What do you... I was going to say, what do you call me when I'm not around, Bryn? I say it to your face, Falsy. All right, well... Shaft has a lot of nicknames. I don't want to go into those. I think we're all on the same page here. Like, like, I think it's risky to reach out to Isabella in case she is involved in this. It could just be calling a lot more danger down on us. So let's let's carry on and see if we can find out more about what's going on. Sounds good to me. Is the plan still to just dive down in the middle of the water? I'm willing to do that. I know it's a bit right. risky, but... We've done it before. We were in crabs. Pretty indestructible crabs. Continuing down, you're in this tunnel for a, a number of hours. And you all actually notice that the water levels closer to the, the end of, of this tunnel, they seem to have risen since the last time you were all here. How convenient. 
Is there still air above water that that we can continue? Oh yes, there's still plenty yeah. of room for the boat to actually maneuver. It's not uh, it's not like a it's not like a matter of feet as far as uh, the rise. It's kind of this gradual addition in, in height of this river. So you still have at least 10, 10 to fifteen feet of clearance between the water and the top of this cave. So there's still plenty of room to maneuver the boat through. But you get to basically where that branch came off, where some of you uh, ventured into and, and discovered this Niyogi cave. You can tell that the the water, the contamination has begun to seep into this tunnel as well. Whereas the, the last time you were all here, this stretch of, of river had yet to be tainted by the black slime. But it's very clearly this... Uh, the effects of the dam are just continuing to to spread eastward towards Pisces and in, in this water source. I mean, I think we're going to just continue on down the river till we get into the the body of the lake, the over all size, the middle of the lake. And I think if we remember last time about how far down it was before the black stuff, we could visually see it when we were up on the mountain looking down. Yeah. Can we get sort of an indication of the where we think? that might be in the lake and try to row towards that area well as i said now the contamination is backed up into this tunnel so from where you viewed it from the hillside it had yet to to encroach on that section of water right like i'm trying to remember back about how far in the middle of the lake time we were there before where the black stuff was where started i'm trying to figure out the entire the entire body of water was black Okay. Well, I guess we just take the boat along the shoreline until we get to where Shakara saw them enter into the water. Yeah, it's it's going to be really hard for us to know what where the source of this black stuff is. I think we're just going to have to kind of go swimming blindly and hope we stumble across something. And so as you continue into the actual, now you've kind of made it into the body of the lake. Like There's zero visibility below the surface of this, this water. Like You cannot see anything below the top level of it due to this this slime it's like this this glass of or this um, surface of this this black inky swelly like clearly moving still as if water the the way that normal water would is kind of these waves are lapping against the movement of your boat and you do reach uh shikar you are able to recognize the rough approximation of where you had witnessed these two cultists drag the dwarf into the water I believe it was around here, and I point, that the cultist entered the water. But I must say, I have a bad feeling about this. I don't know if there's anyone else brave enough to try to try to address this. We have to try. We have to do something. Yeah, I think that's what we gotta do. Yeah, can I lean over and dip my head in the water to see if I can see at all? Once my eyes are underwater, absolutely. Below, once below the surface, there's there's very very limited visibility. You can see about five feet in front of you, as uh, minimal light actually penetrates this this contaminated water. Okay, so I'll pull my head back up and say, it's it's almost impossible to see once you get underneath this water. I I can barely see, you know, as far as I can reach in front of myself. I don't know how we're gonna do this. Do you have any uh, way to to make light? I'm gonna get like right up in his face and look at him. Like, 
Do you feel any different now that you have touched the water? What do I feel, Leland? You all see the, the, the black water is just, it's flowing off of his now wet head like normal water would. The droplets fall to, to the boat and he seems to be, he seems to look fine. He just looks a little wet. Falzer and you, you don't seem to feel any difference. Oh man, I was expecting you to start twitching. <laughs> well, I figure we've only ever seen this cause harm to things that are dead or, or, you know, have any effect on things that are dead. I mean, that was the plan. And Shaft, I can produce flame. And I hold my hand out and I, <laughs> I have a flame. Uh, I don't know how well it'll work underwater. Why don't you give it a shot? So I do have a question. Is this only dark underneath because the black goo is preventing light from penetrating the water, meaning you could still see with dark vision? Falzern has dark vision, so he experienced what he experienced. Okay. Will my flame work underwater? Why don't you try it? I mean, sure. I, I would my... think it's still water versus fire. I know. So I dip my hand down in the fire the sphere of fire like into the water what happens what does the text of the spell say nothing about water it says a flickering flame appears in your hand the flame remains there for the duration and harms neither you or your equipment it sheds a bright light in a 10 foot radius and a dim light for an additional 10 feet the spell ends if i dismiss it as an action or cast it again it's one of my cantrips I can also attack with it, but that's... So the question is, is it a real flame or a magical flame? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, sounds think, like magic. But... Yeah, it does sound like magic. So, yes, you're, the flame, uh, it does not yes. get extinguished underwater, and it does seem to still throw light and enhance is your Is it visibility. still the 10 and 10, or would it be dimmer, you think? I would say it just sheds the dim light for 10 feet. Okay. All right, well, well kind of helps, guys. That's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. It lasts for 10 minutes and then I have to cast it again. But it's a cantrip, so as if you guys might know what that means. Yeah, what's I don't a know. I don't know. Do uh, spellcasters <laughs> talk about that stuff? I don't know. Um, okay. Well, Bryn, are you willing to go under the water? Yeah. That's why I'm here, man. Let's go. Okay. We'll tie a rope on. I mean, I got 50 foot of rope here. I mean, I'm willing to go down with my flame and be stealthy and see what I can see. Uh, I can hold my breath for quite a while without having to use one of our potions, so I think it makes sense for me to go. How are you going to see? Well, I do not believe one of us should go by themselves. Yeah, that's Fire what I'm suggesting. Them. I'll go with you, Bryn. And that way we only use one potion. So I have to take my potion? We're going pretty far? Well, I mean, I suppose tentatively we could just swim down as far as you can hold your breath and then turn around if we need to. I could probably go like 30 feet. What, how far could she swim, do you think, Leland? I don't know. Bill can swim down 20 feet. Well, she swims she swims 15 feet a second. Oh, damn. I suppose dash 30 feet a second, or every six seconds. Sorry. So that's actually not that bad. So like 30 feet. Let's go like 30 feet, see if we see anything. Okay. And I can always... Can I chug my potion while underwater? Probably not. 
That is a, a hotly contested debate that is often Maybe. had in the role-playing realm. So I, 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 I will <laughs> I say that yes. difficult to swallow. I will say that yes, underneath water, you can, Plug my you nose can and take just... your potion. That's, that's fine. Okay, so yeah, I'd like to bring my potion as well, just in case things go sideways once we're under there and I need to drink it. You better. So you guys are currently right on the off the shore. Shall we go to the middle? Yeah, let's let's give ourselves a bit of an advantage by going out into the lake a bit so that we can save some of the distance we may have to swim underwater. Okay, so I row out to the middle of the lake. Basically, the middle sounds good to me. Here, one of you hold this rope, and I'll hold the other end. Uh, falls and get the rope, because I'm going to have a hand with a flame in it. Okay. Sweet magic. I love it. Okay, let's go. Two tugs mean you need help. Okay, bring like cannonballs in. No tugs means they're dead. <laughs> Cannonball. That's uh, that's nice and stealthy there. Oh right, dang it. Uh, erase that. <laughs> so you both slip into the water, and you're just stealthy. swimming straight down as I far think as swim the rope line. Straight down. Yeah. Straight down. And my flame is starting, and that's yeah. ten minutes. You make it to the length of the rope. You make it 50 feet down. Do we see anything? Just just this water. And we can see dim, dimly for 10 feet. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's probably right. I mean, did you really think the lake was going to be 50 feet deep? No. What would what would an educated guess from a, an onlooker, what would someone think maybe the depth of this lake could be? Well, I would I guess you can make lake? a roll, but honestly, you wouldn't really have that information, especially since you know it is flooded. You, yeah, that's definitely going to add significant okay. depth as so well. So we, right? okay, we extend the length of the rope. I look at Falzerin. He looks at me. Do we chug the poshies? Um, I was just thinking. I point I, to my potion, looking at you. I have chromatic orb, which would also be, I can make f- to be fire. Save your spell um, slots. And it would be magical fire, right? It doesn't say anything about it casting light, though. It would be an instance of light, even if it did, like a chromatic or I don't... You mean maybe your your sphere, your flame sphere? Or, sorry, sorry, yes, I mean the flaming okay, sphere. Okay, your flaming sphere. Well, yes, I, I would say that it would cast a similar amount of light, uh, probably more, more light than Bryn's produced flame, absolutely. Okay. So can I cast that um, right now? Wait, so I point to my potion and you cast the spell. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. We so don't do, want to go my, get the rest of them for help? Does my flaming sphere uh, light up and, and seem to work underwater, Leland? It does. Okay. And I would say it probably it casts uh, double the amount of light that Bryn's produced flame does. <sighs> okay. So this is a concentration spell. It, it lasts for up to a minute. Okay. I'm going to drink my potion and start... And look at Bryn and just give her like the one minute symbol with, with one of my fingers, like wait here a second. As if I have a second. And then I'm going to start swimming further down. Okay, so Bryn, are you going to surface? I mean, yes, you, you, you're holding your breath. You can hold your breath for, uh, what is it, one plus your con mod? Yeah, so Falzerin has to minutes. let go of the rope to go further down. He does, yes. Yeah, so I, would, I would pass it to So what I do is I grab that rope, I yank it twice, and I chug my potion. Okay. Falzer and you continuing to just descend with your, your sphere. Yeah. Okay. And how, are you, how far in front of you are, you are you keeping it? 
I guess half the like, if let's say if it it sheds a ten foot diameter, uh, it's a twenty light. foot diameter, twenty foot uh, radius. Sorry. 20, okay, so then it'd be like eighteen ish feet in front of me. Basically, I want to be just at the edge of its light so that it's primarily okay lighting the way in front so of me. So basically, you can now see forty feet in front of you. Okay. And they can see you coming. That's true. I'm hovering where I was, waiting for the others to hopefully jump down and join me. Yeah, so if I feel the double tug, I'm going to chug my potion and dive in. Or I'm going to hand the, the rope to Shaft, chug my potion, dive in. What's happening? There was I think a tug. We, should, we should all, all perhaps get in, and Brendel grabs his own potion, and he's going to jump in, too. All right. So, Falzerin, you continue swimming straight down. Now you have pretty decent visibility. And you, what do you want to basically go down until either you find something or your sphere runs out? Yeah, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping I can make a decent amount of distance before the sphere runs out and maybe see something. So why don't we just play that out and and you tell me if, as I'm getting close to the minute mark, if I see anything. Okay. Well, as you continue down, you do swim for about the duration of the spell. Okay. And as you approach, you can see the bottom of this lake now. You have hit the bottom of it. And kind of in front of you, you're, you, you, you the bottom of the lake, and you see it kind of uh, continues into what looks to be like this drop-off point. And as you approach it, you actually see that it is the mouth of what looks like this underwater cave. And then your sphere snuffs out as you hit the edge of it. So the the rest of you, Shakara, Shaft, and Brendel, jumping in the water, and all of your potions are working. So as you, yeah, <laughs> FYI. What about mine? Yes, all Jeez, of your potions okay. are working. And as you as you and so as you're as you're breathing, you kind of breathe in like you normally would on the surface, right? The air, but you're intaking the water and the water is providing you with this source of oxygen. And as you as you breathe in, you just get this metallic coppery taste with every inhale and exhale and you've all been in enough fights to recognize the taste of blood in your mouth. So you jump in and you can see Falzern's sphere kind of descending and, and, and the illumination growing dimmer and dimmer as he gets deeper and deeper. They should be able to see me, right? Like I can lead them, Absolutely, right? absolutely. Yeah, they that see was Bryn. my plan was kind of wait for them. Okay, and you see, and you, yeah, you see Bryn with her with her little ball of fire in her hand. Mine yeah. lasts for ten minutes, so I can lead him down, and maybe we find Falzern. Yeah, hopefully. Bryn, okay. you kind of what you kind of motion, and you like point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and yeah, you're able, all able to to swim downwards, following Falzern, and you see, you can see him up ahead, right, and then you kind of suddenly see the fl- the flame like fizzle, and. Continuing in the direction in which you were, you, you are able to catch up to him. As falls and you can see kind of behind you this small little ball of, of fire trailing you. Okay. Can I... Um, I have Firebolt as a cantrip. If I just slung one of those off in the distance, would it illuminate anything at all as it's passing by an area? I would say that yes. Yes, it would. Okay. Could I fire a Firebolt just basically in the direction of, of this this mouth of this cave? Sure. If I see anything as it's passing through, it's got a range of 120 feet. Okay, and as you you let it go, it shoots through the water, and 
as it passes into the mouth of this underwater cave. You see it kind of illuminates up the, the sides uh, of it, and quickly you lose, like it, it opens up into a section that is no longer illuminated by the, the light is being thrown in. It gets about 100 feet, almost at the range of it, before it actually hits what looks like the, the ground as, as the, the bottom of this cave, underwater uh, cave, is, is rising. Okay. And the rest of the party, are they relatively close to me by now? They've caught up to you now, yeah. Yeah, we saw okay. that. So I'm going to turn around and motion to, like, follow me and, and point in the direction that my firebolt just went. Okay, I guess I follow him with my little and- flaming sphere. Yep. No, I don't have flaming sphere. Produce flame. So I want to I want to swim over towards this cave and and follow it. I'm hoping that it goes up into somewhere where there's some air. Um, or else at least I'd like to make good use of our potions that we've drank here. Well, and again, so the depth of this lake now that you've hit the bottom, it's about four, 450 feet. So it's only been a, 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 maybe a couple of minutes since you guys have kind of jumped. So you have plenty of time on the potion's duration as it does last for an hour. I'm going to make sure I'm right behind Falsy. So continuing in, yes, you hit the point where the, the, the firebolt made impact and it does seem, it be, becomes this like significant incline as... You are kind of swimming along it and following. You do get higher and higher and higher for about another minute or so uh, of, of swim. And you kind of crest the, the surface. And suddenly you're, you're in this cavern and back into the air. Can I just say, I love that you've stuck with cavern, you know, <laughs> despite the criticism. Criticism? <laughs> you've, you've really just stuck it out with the that applause. cavern. So now you're, you've, <laughs> you've, you find yourself in this, this large chamber now as you've almost, you've come up onto what basically is this, this shore line now. And you can see this chamber is roughly about 100, 150 feet wide. And now with the water to your back in front of you, you can see there seems to be two exit tunnels. And it is pitch black in here. So Shakara, you... Are only I getting, still have my flame. Yep, yeah, but now it's the full illumination, but not quite far enough to, for Shakara to make out these exit tunnels. But the rest of you with dark vision are able to. But as you kind of survey your surroundings here, now that you're out of the water and have this this small as it, as it is, this source of light kind of peering back into the water, it it almost looks it seems like there's this large shadow underneath it that is very clearly much darker than even the dark contaminated water that you must have swum very close to and somehow did not disturb whatever this this is do you guys see that over there yeah yes i see it too how how big is it it looks the it's it's a little difficult to tell just because of the shadow as the fringes of it kind of meld into the, the surrounding blackness, but it, it seems to be at least this, this 20 by 20 something underneath the surface. And you, you guys ever seen like, uh, like uh, what is it called? Um, Banta Black or Vanta Black? That yes. really, really, really black. That's kind of like almost this culmination of all, all of, uh, of the slime in, the, in this particular section. 
Okay. I've got a bad feeling about this, guys. I, I've got a suspicion that that may be the source that we're looking at right there. I mean, at least we found it. And on the on the ground at your feet, it is this rocky surface. It smells very much like the like this like the coppery scent of blood in here, and you can see this distinct trail of black slime, basically right underneath your feet, leading to or from the water, depending on your perspective. And it just kind of continues to roughly, you know, about 20 feet in front of you, kind of to this section in the middle of this chamber. Now, Shakar, you actually make out one of these tunnels as you all see the flicker of torchlight just at the opening. Guys, let's let's run over. There are three of them, and there's kind of this, this, this one to your left, one directly above you and kind of one in the middle. This one in the middle is where you see this this light from and you see the, the brief glimpse of this small figure moving out of your sight. Away from us or towards us? Away from us. Back into the tunnel. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Quick, douse your flame. Uh, okay. Let's try and follow whoever that is. I put my goggles down and... We'll start sneaky sneaky in towards the middle pathway there. Okay. Everyone go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Plus 10. 22. 36. 17. Uh, 19. Okay. Brendel got a 16. So you make it to the this, this, this tunnel where you saw the light and you can hear kind of these echoing... Uh, footfalls of whatever whoever this figure was and again as as it's rounding the corner you get a glimpse of this very small like short in stature this figure and that rounds the corner you see just see the light continuing to grow dimmer and dimmer as as this figure is moving away from you and down this tunnel i'm gonna very quietly pull my sword yeah i think i'll pull my uh rapier out too and continue to move forward slowly I'm going to ready uh, Shatter. <laughs> Just kidding. I was going to say, what's oh, okay. the... <laughs> yeah. It's my loudest spell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bryn's bow is always Yeah, ready. I'm just going to go. keep sneaking along with them. You're just going Shadoobie, Shadoobie, Shadoobie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as we're away from that big shadow, let's go. So you hit this corner that this figure had rounded, and again, you just see... Now it, you kind of hit this longer stretch of, of tunnel, and you can see this figure about 80 feet in front of you at the you know at your sneaky pace. is a, is a little slower than what he's traveling, but he doesn't seem to be in much of a hurry. But this figure has has a hood, and it's very clearly this figure is shaft size, and the it, the the figure just continues to move down to this tunnel, and it kind of hits this curved section. And you lose sight of him, but of course you can still see the illumination that, that his torch is throwing. This is kind of feeling like a trap again, guys. Keep following and be sneaky sneaky. I guess. Yeah. What's there to lose? Okay, because you all make me another stealth as you were kind of hitting this, this a, a, another corner at this right angle of this tunnel. 22. 30. 24. 23. Ooh, Renal got 28. Okay. Same, very similar thing. You hit this this slightly curved, longer stretch as this figure now seems to be picking up its pace. He may be leading us along. I know. I've got a 
sneaking suspicion that that's the case. They saw us coming, flames and all. Still follow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else we can do. We're the only ones. We're the only ones that can do this. The party rounds this corner, and suddenly the, the figure's torch snuffs out, and he's cast in complete darkness outside of the range of any of your guys' dark vision. I think I'd cautiously keep walking forward until I could see something. My dark vision is 60 feet, right? Yeah. Dim. Basically, everyone but Shakara, your, your produced flame is out now, right, Bryn? Like you, yeah, you, I blew it yeah, out yeah. or whatever. So Shakara is, of course, the only one now. In, well, you and, and Brendel actually are in complete darkness now. There's no source of light. I have my hand on, sh- on Falzerin's shoulder. Okay. As we were following this this guy, did we get the uh, impression that he knows we're there and picked up the pace? Once he hit the the this the second longer curved stretch, yeah, it did seem like he he quickened his movements. Okay, so I'm going to cast locate object, and that will that is a concentration spell. So is pass without a trace. So. Since Pass Without a Trace it will, will no longer be acted because I can only have one concentration spell at a time. But I'm going to concentrate on uh, somebody who may be familiar to me. Okay, I, I remember it's it's object, so... Uh, it's, let's see, yeah. Because Locate Person is a different spell. You're right. Let me see if there's anything. You can use it on a robe you just saw. I think he thinks he knows this guy. It says, a locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or a weapon. Could I concentrate on the apparel, the uh, robe that I just saw him wearing? Okay, give me what what uh, what are the options for modifiers? Is there like you know like a list like uh, like what you would with the scry, like you know you know well known or seen? No, it doesn't have a. Anything it says, describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as the object is within a thousand feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close, within 30 feet, at least once. Alternatively, the spell can use... Okay, go on okay yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, it, so what, it tells you the direction? Yeah, it says, as long as the object is in a thousand feet uh, of you, the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. So from your position in this tunnel, the particular object in which you are focusing on, it does not appear to be moving, but it would be, the direction would be like to your left, not directly in front of you. Okay, so I'm going to uh, turn to the left and walk forward. I mean, I can see. Well, right so to, to, when I say to your left, I mean like the, to your left, your immediate left is the wall of this tunnel. It's not. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you get the you get as the crow flies the direction. So you guys are heading like forward, right? To your left would be somewhere other than this current tunnel that you're in. There's Must have a, taken a turn. There's a bend, yeah. Could I make the assumption that there could be a secret passageway that he went down that we may not have uh, saw him go through and, and search for something? You certainly could come to that conclusion, but 
Does the spell also say the approximate distance that you get? Uh, it just says within a thousand feet okay. of you. Okay. So I would assume I would know the direction it is, sort of like a compass type of thing. Yes, exactly. And what I know I'm it's picturing. that way. Exactly. So I'm looking at the wall, and I'm either going, well, he either went down and around, or he's behind that wall somehow. So I'm going to try to look and see if I can see any cracks uh, that might be a, a hidden passage or a door of some kind. Shaft, what are you? What are you doing? I I get the feeling uh, that he's this direction. Um, okay. Help me find. Help me see if we can find some kind of secret passage. I can I can use my wand, Shaft. If there was a secret door, this person went through it. I can use wand of secrets on it. Sure. Let me let's take a look real quick, real for. Use real, it. Let's go. Quick. Anybody that wants to make an investigation check certainly can, as you're inspecting the walls of this this tunnel. But as and as you guys are kind of standing around and making these checks, you you kind of this soft like wind, the stuff like movement of airflow. You you get this this hint of of decaying flesh in the air and this this putrid scent kind of fills your nostrils so whoever is looking what did you get for your investigations 24 for falls 18 10 Ugh, what is that smell it smells awful probably shaft jeez inspecting the, the walls you do not detect any signs uh, of, a, of a hidden passage or anything that seems to be like man-made nothing other than the the natural stone of the tunnel can i look on the floor and see if i can sort of follow the tracks to see if they continue down a certain direction try to track it uh okay you can attempt to make me a survival check i mean it is it is stone so it will be difficult but yeah you can absolutely try okay uh while he's doing that can i do divine sense sure 16 16. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. You 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 do kind of make out uh, uh, you find a, a single print kind of in this this collection of dust that still looks as if it's heading down this tunnel. And Shakara, you you kind of let out your 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 feelers here, your divine sense and within 60 feet of you you do not detect any celestials, fae or undead. Guys, we're wasting time. Let's go. Yeah, I think he. he I was mistaken. It, it, must, it loops around or something. Out. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it must bend, Shaft. I think that's probably what you're sensing. Okay. So. Head on down. I'm still being stealthy. Right, but we don't get the bonus anymore. No. Did you tell us that you stopped that spell or anything like that, or no? You didn't let us know. Uh, no. I'll just say we have, we have to be extra, extra stealthy here. Take your time. Okay, why don't you all make me one more stealth check before you die. So you want me to go twice as fast as you? 16 for Paul's turn. 5. 27. Uh, 16. Okay, Brandon only got a 9. So you guys are, are, are slowly moving Brindle. down this tunnel again. You you get within all of your, your dark visions. You see that you've come to this, this T, this fork in this tunnel. As one section kind of branches off slightly to, to your right, uh, off of the main tunnel that continues this uh, kind of slow curve. And now you, you've gotten closer and the, the stench, the decaying stench is incredibly strong here. Can I walk a couple steps left and then a couple steps right and see if it smells uh, more pronounced one way versus the other? 
Sure, make a perception check. Shaft, which way is he? You said you had a feeling. I think you have to go to the left. Uh, I got a five. Let's go to the left. Well, it's it's a little difficult for you to kind of pinpoint the stench. It's really is kind of permeating uh, the 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 enclosed like airways in in this yeah. tunnel. But as you kind of lean into to the right, though, you can see your dark vision it does look like it extends into this this rounded chamber. There's no way he and could be in there if Shaft sure. Shaft sent him to our left. So. I mean, I'm, the spell lasts for ten minutes for locate object, or do I feel like we're getting further and further away from this? It doesn't really state that that's what the spell does. You still detect uh, the article of clothing within a thousand feet, but yeah, as you're kind of direction. moving around this this curve, the yeah the the direction is kind of you know as if it was the uh, like if if the if the location of the object was this compass. You, and you are the other side of it, right? Kind of spinning around it, you do see that it's... The direction is moving as you are kind of coming around this curve. So if instead of it now being to your left, as you've come down like 100 feet and, and you know, counterclockwise, think of it around this circle, now it seems as if it's more northward, the direction that, that the article is pointing. And it still says that you do not detect that the, the article is moving. I'm just going to take a few more steps into this room to see if I can get any amount of uh, sight on anything that might be occupying the room. Do I see anything? Are you sure you want to be the one being sneaky? And as so you, if you move maybe 10 more feet into this chamber, you do see that it kind of opens up into uh, a second chamber. And you can now see kind of right at the entrance of this additional rounded chamber, this, the location of of this decaying scent as you see quite a number of bodies piled into this second chamber oh that guys that's this is disgusting guys we need to are you being quiet yelling at us or what i'm sorry i'm just i feel like i'm gonna vomit there's a bunch of dead decaying bodies in here guys this is where the smell is coming from i think we need to go the other direction we're not here for the smell we're here for Kalula, whatever. What's the name? So I'm going to back out to join the rest of them and and say, let's keep going to the left. Yeah. Keep heading that way. And I look over at Fralzerin like, let me do the sneaking next time, please. Gonna get us all found out. That's fine by me, Bryn, but no one else was going in to look. Well, all I see is dead bodies, right? I can't see shit. That's not Shakara's accent. Different voice. <laughs> say it. Say it again. <laughs> no. So the the first chamber that was empty, there's there's no tables, there's no nothing in it. No, no. You just kind of see on on the ground bloody drag marks, kind of leading into this second chamber. Can make out like three kind of distinct, very large piles of, of bodies and in various states of decay as well. Some look like they've been down here rotting for for a, a, a quite a number of, of months, maybe even years. Do I get a sense that is there any movement? Like any of them may still be alive or you know in the process of dying? Did you roll me another perception check? 
And if anyone else is also wanting to maybe peer into it, you can roll a perception as well. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, 15. Falzarin. Five. Do any of them look like they might still be alive? 15. You don't see any movement in the immediate mouth of this second chamber, but you do kind of hear what sounds like this this slight scratching, like this, like wood against stone. Shakara, I don't... I don't see any movement. It looks pretty dire, but I do hear something. I think I may hear something, too. I can't make out what it is. Um... Oh, I don't know. It, it smell is awful. I, I really don't want to go in there. Should but I, um, if there's anyone should I put who's, in my earplugs? If there's anyone who's alive, I I also don't want to leave them in there. No, we we must be sure. I put in my earplugs, Leland, and I try to sense. Your plugs of the bullet. Yeah. So that's forty feet around you, right? The tremor sense. Bryn, can you light your light again? Bryn? She can't, she can't hear you right now, Shakara. Oh, I really can't hear you, actually. <laughs> That's funny. Bryn's went deaf. <laughs> Fireball! <laughs> My bone earplugs of the bullet. File from teeth of a giant. Tremor sense up to 40 feet. Otherwise, consider death. So from your current position, you don't sense any a movement. Yeah. But you know from where you are, uh, you can see further than you can f- sense the, the tremors. Yeah, so let me stealth in, like... Okay. Roll roll stealth. 26. As you creep into this, this first chamber here, and you kind of, you know, moving your range of tremor sense, you, you get to a point where you do feel a slight vibration. And as you continue forward, that, that scraping sound comes becomes clearer and more distinct as you get closer. Okay. Can I look over to Shaft and say, Shaft, you remember those little, uh, what were they? I'm trying to remember their name. Those things we saw in the sewer. Did you think that that this person we were following looked at all similar? The darklings. Oh, he was a short guy. The darklings. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get a good enough look at his face. Was there any? Did the thing that this guy's wearing look very similar to what those darklings were wearing, Leland? It looked like he he was wearing a hooded cloak. Yeah. Okay. A fairly fairly nondescript, but I would say they it looked it would look similar to what I mean they had they were like full body wrapped. Of course, you didn't see this figure's uh, face at all. Basically, just like him from behind, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So Bryn uh, Bryn goes back to the fork, takes her earplugs out. The scrapings in there. There's definitely something in there. Anyone can? I'm sorry, Shikar. I know you can't see. No, do you think you could maybe light your light again? I mean, if I do, we're going to be rolling initiative. Perhaps. Uh, what's, what's initiative, Bryn? It could be someone in need. Um, it sounds more... Wait, do I know if it sounds like someone in need? Or someone, or a big bad guy. 
or someone sharpening their claws. It sounds like it's like a, like it's wood against stone. Like it's a very light, almost inaudible scraping sound. So it doesn't doesn't sound metallic at all or, or something like that. But all right, guys, do we gamble that this is someone in need and I shine my light? What's happening? What do we What do we do? Hold on one second. I'm gonna walk in here in divine sense again. Okay, and as you kind of again put out this extrasensory divine sense, you detect undead coming from the chamber with the bodies. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say, I can detect undead in there, so I'm going to guess that is not someone in need of assistance. Undead? Yes. That's not good. Um, Okay, let's go. Other way, other way. Let's go, let's go. I think we need to get out of here. Agreed. Bryn charges down the other side. As a paladin, would I be compelled to undead, dead, dead, the re-dead, the undead? Um, that's a good question. I'm not uh, entirely sure. I don't think it's really some type of compulsory action that you are driven to take. Uh, but you do know that generally necromancy is very unnatural as far as the laws of, of nature. So that's kind of really up to Shakara. Um, okay, so I'm going to say these undead do not belong in this world. We must end them. I need your assistance. You sure you really want to get into this? No, we're here to get the the bed. No, I'm going the other way. Let me put it to you this way. We go the other way. The undead will still be behind us. That's fine. We're here to take out the boss. We will have to take out the boss and deal with the undead. Perhaps at the same time. Best we take care of this first before we find ourselves in more trouble. Do they even know we're here? I mean... That's the thing. Did they move? Did you see one of them moving? I could hear them. Yeah, I heard them too, but let's go. Falzerin, will you aid me? I mean, I'll be honest, Shakara, I'd rather leave them here. They're not... Not natural. I I, I must say that I I agree with Shakara... If we don't clear our, our, our path, we, we may meet an obstacle further ahead and, and, and be pinned in. Yeah, that's a good thought. Is there something we could do to just destroy the whole room? Set them ablaze? Falzerin, you are a great wizard, yes? Do you not have fireball? <sighs> yeah, I do. Um, Stop humming and hawing! Do it! Let's go! Well... I'd like to see what I'm what I'm about to unleash that on to make sure that there's no innocent bystanders in the way. Do you not trust Shakara? They're undead. Yeah, but what if Shakara didn't wasn't able to sense any humans? They may not there? have sensed if they were still alive. Bryn, you're sneaky. Why don't you come with me? Let's walk up there and peek around the corner. I want to go the other way. I know, but 
I think Brendel and Shakara make a good point. If we get if we run up against an enemy in front of us and these undead come up from behind us, that's a really bad situation to be in. Okay, go. Well, I'm I'm hoping to rely on your sneaky sneakiness. I can't affect your sneakiness. You said we're going together. Yeah, well, why don't you lead the way? Why? Because you can be my eyes and my sneakiness, and I'll be right behind you. You tell me what you see. <gasps> I walk in. Are you all moving into the chamber? I'm not. I am. So you're staying in the tunnel shaft? Yeah. I'm going to follow Brent. I'm hoping we're kind of hugging the wall and we're just going to try and No, I'm going into right into chamber. the middle because you're pissing me off. A bold tactical decision, Bryn. Yeah, yeah. I, like, talk loudly back to you. I'm not being stealthy. Okay. So, Shakara... Are you happy now? You still cannot see. Correct. I produce flame. Well, we have dark vision. Do we see anything I more? I produce flame. Okay. Okay, how close are you getting to the second chamber? Are you walking right into the, the mouth of it? I'm right here. Right in the middle, right... I don't know, it's like a ten-foot little entrance, right? I'm, like, right at the beginning. So Shakara can see in there with me. Right. So Brendel is with you as well and now benefiting from, from the light. You now can see more clearly some of these bodies in the light and, again, the various states of decay and various races, but you kind of see this figure, like, sitting on the ground and has something in its hand. It's just kind of scraping against the rock. In the light now, it's very clear that this is a, a dragonborn. And at your noise, Bryn not bothering to be sneaky, the, this figure stands up and turns around, and Shakara, you instantly recognize your uncle Vanette. And in his hand, you see he has his own symbol, his carved symbol that now looks as if he's been trying to deface it. And his body, exactly like the, the uh, encounter you had at the dam, He's covered in these barnacles and these boils, and he just makes eye contact with you, Shakara. Doesn't say anything. I'm going to look back at him and look around real quick, make sure, that, see if there's anybody else in there moving. Do you say anything so that I don't attack him? Not yet. Okay. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my hand up and like towards you to like wait a minute. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to look around in the room to see if there's um, anybody else moving. Yeah, make uh, anyone that would also like to do that can make a perception yep. check. 16. Hmm. I'm blinded by the light. 8. So, yeah, Shakara to, to kind of the left of this chamber around this, this pile of bodies that's stacked like 12 feet high. The, the figure, the cloaked small figure comes out. It has his head bowed, this, the, the hood kind of obscuring his face until it reaches up and pulls it back. And Brendan Falzern and Brendel instantly recognize Thuft. Now with his cloak pushed back, you can see his left shoulder is swelled up to twice the size of his right. Barnacles form this crusty buildup drawn to this particular body part. The pockmarks from the burst boils that causes horrible, painful death look like sunken craters in his skin, pus still oozing from these freshly formed orifices. 
smears of mud coat his body, the lake water clearly mixing with the dirt coating from his grave. And from behind Thuft, of course, walks this hulking figure clad in soaking wet furs and Gozer follows Thuft into view. What? Oh, oh my no. god, you're so evil. She has what? she has, you know, her axe in her hand and this second this other clenched fist and they both kind of stand and they just they just look at you and Brendel Oh, oh my 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 goodness, my my failures. They've 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 caught up with me. I've, Maybe I can still still help them, Gozer. Thuff, please, please let me help you. And he kind of starts, almost like in this this kind of daze, he starts moving towards them, and they don't seem to make any move. Neither does your uncle Vanette, Shakara. I'm gonna grab Brendel and make it stop him from going any closer to them. Yeah. Stop. No, please. It's okay. Look, they've made no aggressive moves. They recognize us. Brendel, they might be dangerous. Brendel, they are not them. Please. Just the body. Please, no, look at them. No, they... There's life there. I can see it. Please, please, let them go. And he struggles against you. You know what? Let him go, guys. Let him go. No, Brendel, they are undead. They cannot be helped. Please, you don't, you don't know. that Maybe Campbell can can make something. And and you see Gozer, her, her... the hand in her axe, it kind of, she lowers it, and the axe head hits hits the stone, kind of soft clink. You see Thuff kind of steps back toward her leg, right, and kind of puts an arm around around her leg. You know, kind of taking, like, cowering a little, like, behind her, almost. And Brendel still struggles against him, and he just continues to move, move forward. As he's, you know, now he's kind of going into his bag and rummaging around and looking for God knows what, something. Brendel, Brendel, they're beyond anything you can do. I'm going to take Brendel and, like, slam him up against the wall and get right up in his face and say, Stop. There is nothing you <laughs> can do. Hand me now. I'm going to conk him on the head. All right, make an attack. Just to knock him out, not to really hurt him. So with your fist, you're punching him. Brynn is loving that Shakar is being aggressive right now. <laughs> with the pommel of my sword. Punk. Uh, that is uh, 16. Okay, roll a d4 of damage. Actually, no, it's one plus your strength. I'm considering this an unarmed strike. Yeah, okay, so that'd be a four. Okay, so he takes four points of damage. And you kind of, you know, rock his head back. He's like, oh, do you have a hold of him? or? Yeah, I, I picture I have, like, my arm up against his throat and holding him against the wall. Now, I'm not trying to choke him, just to hold him still. So you hit him over the head, and he just kind of raises his hands and, and spouts this incantation and casts a thunder wave against you. So make a constitution saving throw. Oh, dang. Brendel. He can't hit uh, anything. Oh, anyway. shit. Uh, well, he hits me because I was not expecting that. I got a three. I did not think he would attack me like that. That is a fail. Uh, so you take eight... Thunder damage? Force damage? And you're pushed back ten feet. Guys, guys, stop this. Falzerin, you stop him. Brendel, smarten up. That's, that is enough. I've, I've had it with, with you. I knew he was evil! I knew it! He, moved, he just continues towards Gozer and Thuft, and 
as he gets closer, goes and raises her axe. And Brendel kind of puts his hands up and she just hands her axe to him. And he takes it and turns to you and before your eyes, his features morph and change. You know, his hair turns into these long tentacles that run down to his back and he changes into a deep scion. And Gozer lifts her clenched fists, kind of opens it a little bit, and you see she's holding a bead of fireball. And she throws it at you. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at encouragementparty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragablePar on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!